Hello, friends, and welcome back to the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast. It is episode 18. Wow, I had to think about it as I said it. 18, we are adults now, so let's get to it, shall we? At first, I'd like to thank you for letting this podcast come into your Bluetooth, your car radio, your earbuds, wherever you're listening from. On the I Do Wedding Marketing Podcast, I discuss tips and tricks for wedding pros to DIY their social media or to gain the confidence to outsource it. My name is Nina Adio, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Today, I want to talk to you about insights and analytics, the things that I find important, the things that I focus on, and the things that I don't focus on with the mindset of a local wedding business. The fact that it's local, the fact that it's weddings is is important to say because I look at that differently than I would look at a nationwide product-based business, right? We're local in the wedding industry and we're high ticket prices. So our turnovers are going to be really different. And that means that how we look at our analytics and our insights on social media platforms are going to be really different. What I'm going to focus on today is Instagram. And if you'd like to hear an episode like this where I'm primarily focused on Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, or something else, you can request that and I'll work on that for you. But for today, we're going to be analyzing and looking into the Instagram insights and analytics. First thing I'm wondering now is, are you looking at your analytics? And if you're not, I recommend looking at them once a week. That is just the sweet spot for me. I have a spreadsheet of the information I like to track, and I do that once every week. This way, I'm able to see in a really tangible frame what what I've been doing is is or is not working. So if I do further than a week, it's going to be hard for me to really track that time and to credit it to specific things. If I do it every day, that's just manic and that's not productive and it can become very toxic if you're tracking followers and insights every day. So I don't recommend that a week is just the nice sweet spot for me. And so in order to do this on Instagram, you just go on through the mobile app and on your page, not your home page, but on your page page, there is the insight button. And this information I find keeps just getting better and better. And Instagram just keeps getting more and more streamlined with it. And the first three that they have come up is your account reach, your accounts reached, your accounts engaged, and your total followers. So this means how many people you reached, how many of those people engaged with your content. So that means they liked it, they shared it. They commented on it and so forth, and then your total followers. So of those three things, before we go any further, what I want to say, the number that I care about the least, and it hurts, but it's true, is the followers. So why is it the followers? That's because in the wedding industry, we are typically booking a lot of my clients some of them just want one a weekend, all right? That's 50 clients, 52 clients in a year. Others want maybe, you know, two or three parties a week. 
All right. So that's where if some <laughs> you are not in a business where 10K followers is necessarily going to translate to 10K purchases. And what I mean by that is I could focus on getting you as many followers as possible, or I could focus on getting you as many leads as possible. And that's going to be a lot less than that big number. So that's why I focus on getting people to reaching people and getting people to engage rather than just getting followers. So what does reach do? Reach is getting people to see that you exist, to see your content, to see what it is that you do. So in order to get more people to see you, that means I'm going to really be experimenting with the type of content I'm putting out for you. I'm going to be trying reels. I'm going to be trying posts. I'm going to be trying carousels. I'm going to be trying stories. And I'm going to be doing all of these things at the same time. And then I'm going to go in to those account reach stats to see how many people visited our profile, how many people clicked our website, how many impressions did we get and what did each post get? But the most important number there is the one that typically is always the least highest. And that's the number of website clicks, right? It's realistic that your profile visits is going to be more than your website clicks. But if I can get those website clicks to go up in number, that means I'm getting more people to connect the dot between looking at your content and wanting to book you or wanting to learn more about you or wanting to inquire more with you. So that's kind of where I do the drop off. That's when it's my job is done and now it's your website's job. And that's a big focus of what I do. So when you're looking at your insights, you want to see what translated to get those to get those website clicks for you. So here's something really cool you can do. And I'm going to do this right now on my phone while I talk and it's go to your insights and go to your posts and you can sort it by going to your posts that resulted in website taps and Instagram will populate that for you. And you can see what posts that you did that turned into website tabs. And then you can produce content like that going forward. That's why analytics and insights are important because it's allowing you to take a dive and to look into what translated into website tabs, messages, leads, and so forth. In addition to website or to profile account, in addition to account reach, we spoke about account engagement. And what does that mean? Okay, somebody's interacting and engaging with your content. So that can include likes, comments, saves, and shares. So of these, there are two of those that are most important. And unfortunately, it's the stuff that people don't see. It's not the likes and comments, though those are great. But what I really want to see are the saves and shares. The saves mean that somebody liked what you posted enough that they wanted to refer to it again. So that's, to me, that's that means you're hitting the spot. You know, you're really resonating with somebody. And a share means that something you posted 
somebody wanted to either share with their followers on their feed or they wanted to send it in a message to somebody else. So I love this for weddings because it means that somebody saw the idea you posted, the bouquet you made, the venue you, you shot, whatever it is, and they sent it to somebody else. They put you into somebody else's feed. So that's a great number. And likes are terrific, but likes don't dictate to me if somebody's going to book the venue or not. We like so haphazardly. You know, we scroll, we like, we scroll, we like. It doesn't have the same meaning as when I stop on a post and I save it or I share it. So while I totally get that we all want higher likes, it drives me nuts when I don't see likes pouring in. But I remain confident because I know that the likes don't necessarily mean leads. It's those other numbers that translate to leads. And just like we did before with the website clicks, if you go into your insights, into your posts, you can sort your posts by the number of saves they got, as well as the number of shares they got. So if you want to kind of create more viral content, so to speak, like that, go to those numbers and see which ones are ranking high in that regard, and then create more content like that. So that's how you use your past posts to dictate relevant future posts by going into those insights and seeing what resonated. The next part of your insights that you can explore are your followers. And they're going to tell you how many unfollows you have <laughs> in a week. And I try not to even really look at that. I don't. Um, because, you know, things happen all the time. People get rid of old profiles. You know, uh, Instagram clears out maybe some old inactive spam profiles. I just, just blame it on that. Just blame it on that that but you're also going to see the location so if you're you know outsourcing your social media or if you're not outsourcing it and you're looking and you're seeing something's off you know obviously if you are doing weddings in new york your top locations should be new york and if that's not happening that's something you need to address <laughs> and then you're going to see your age range and they're going to have it by all together and by gender and then they're going to show the most active time. So that's when you can see when most of your users are on Instagram. Now, this varies for all of my clients. I've been seeing some have a lot more evening activity and some have a lot more morning activity. But generally, it's always safe, uh, kind of like around 12 p.m. But for each client or for your own profile, take a look at which days people are most active and at what times. You can use that information to help you decide not only when to post, but if you're going to post a live, if you're going to do a live, if you're going to do something more interactive, it will let you know the times of days that you can consider doing that. Social media marketing is a lot of work running a social media profile, even just one for yourself on top of your regular job is a lot of work. And that's why I really want to stress that it's the behind the scenes numbers that mean the most. And you can kill yourself every day trying to get those likes up, trying to get more comments, and it may not make a difference in your inbox. So that's what you want to be focusing on. You want to be focusing on the things people don't see, which are the messages you get and the website clicks you get and the shares you get. I know it's hard because what people are seeing 
are the likes and comments or sometimes the lack thereof, but you have to just really trust your process. For me, I know I have my own process that I do, and I've had to learn not to get caught up on the vanity metrics, which is the followers, the likes, and the comments. And I have to just trust the lead sources because not everybody is a liker or a commenter. You have those great people who are, and if you're one of them, I love you, but not everybody is. And some people are much more discreet. And when they see a service they like, they just click the website and inquire that way. And they don't need to post it all over. So don't waste your energy getting caught up on the vanity metrics because your time and your energy is precious. And it's putting too much focus on something that maybe does not need to matter at the end of the day. All right, I will now get off my high horse of analytics <laughs> and uh, insights on Instagram. Thank you for and let me know if this resonated with you. You can message me on any time on my Instagram at I Do Wedding Marketing. And if you enjoy this, please leave an Apple Podcast review. It really helps me and helps this podcast to find more people who may like it. So new episodes of this podcast come out every Wednesday, and I'm also live on my Instagram every Wednesday at 12 Eastern. And you can learn more about my services and inquire about working together at www.idoweddingmarketing.com. Thanks for being here, guys, and until next week.